previously on Live at 605. Well, we got to get you a new magic bag. I told you that. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from a very snowy downtown <laughs> Toronto. This is season 17, episode 9 of Live at 605. 605, <laughs> episode 199, I believe. Wow. I think next week might be episode 200. No, this is 198 or 199, but okay. we're a few episodes away from 200, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And it is a legit Toronto snowstorm. The first one probably this winter. And I'm surprised they haven't like called in the army yet or anything <laughs> like that, which is what they did, did in the past, right? That is totally true. But uh, yeah, we're back. We got you back this week. Last week was a little <laughs> hectic, so I did a... Well, I thought Solo a, dolo. But I thought it was fine. I did like a throwback episode to the um, uh, late night episode days. Which is an episode I wasn't featured on in t- no, its well, entirely. <laughs> You are you come in like episode three and you have a British accent. I do. And then I think I interviewed you at one point. Maybe, yeah, that's something. true. But I also want well, it's tough to put you on that episode. I interviewed Jay Z, Kanye West, and old dirty bastard Telegram. Oh, yeah. But it was I, I you know one of my teammates, uh, Jason, who could be the super fan of the week. He was like, I listened to the podcast. He's like, you weren't even on it. Yeah, well, you know. Who the super fan should be Who? is our friend Chris Eiffel. Whoa, that's in right. In Ottawa, Ontario. Because, I know. Uh, apparently, Blog To yes. uh, put out the 50 best Toronto podcasts. Yeah. Apparently, we're not cool enough to uh, be on that list. Bitch, please. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're not cool enough to be with like the drummer from Our Lady Peace. <laughs> and what the I keyboard also think is it's moist. like, it's so... Um, is it subjective what people yeah, find fun- funny? But I also think we've been doing this like we are the OGs of, of co- comedy podcasts. And so we've been on the news and noteworthy of iTunes so many times and whatnot. And I also feel like, you know, if you and I are famous unto ourselves, right? We're but very if we, big in Singapore. We are very big in Singapore. But I think it's one of those things if we had tangibly put marketing dollars or advertising dollars behind this. Right. Maybe we'd be blog TOs. Yeah. You know, where else are you going to get a Watch Your Dog t-shirt? Exactly. (laughs) Classic Watch Your Dog t-shirt. Totally. But I am excited. You know what streaming platform we are available on right now? We are officially... I was going to say Cardinal Official. We are officially on Spotify. We made it to Spotify, which is very exciting. So you can now listen, download, and stream us on iTunes. Mm -hmm. um, Podomatic. Podomatic, Mm -hmm. uh, Spotify, and Google Play. Yeah, man. The only one we're not on is... Tidal. Tidal, (laughs) which I do not want I thought Apple Music bought Tidal. So maybe we are on Tidal. Yeah, maybe. It's, It's clearly, it's like us and Rihanna. But I think it's cool to be on Spotify. Like, I still think, like, Apple Music and, like, Apple Podcasts are the biggest. But I know mm-hmm. a lot of people, some people who just listen to Spotify and not. Oh, totally. Whatever. Like, it just mm-hmm. gets us out there and everything. Yeah. So that's super exciting. I do like the, our, um, whatchamacallit, their whole uh, background UI is all black. 
mm. kind of thing. And I feel like it pops our cover art really well. So I do appreciate ah. um, some good creative. <laughs> yeah, so you can get all 190 plus episodes on Spotify. Totes. So give it a listen, leave us a comment, like mm-hmm. us on there as well. Mm-hmm. But why don't you give out your contact info? If you guys want to get in contact with uh, me and check out some of the cool stuff we've been up to, it's Val Gomez. 23 on both Instagram and Twitter. I feel like you don't Instagram as much these days. No, well, I am. I'm just doing stories, oh. right? Like, that's the thing. I haven't done a pic collage. Like, I probably could have done a pic collage for all of this week, and I just didn't. Yeah, that's true. Don't uh, worry, John. In about two or, na- or three weeks or four weeks, we're about to go ham on <sighs> pic collages. Pic collages, videos. Exactly. Everything, exactly. So... Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening to this, I've already live tweeted The Bachelor, which is on tonight. <laughs> uh, Bachelor, how are you feeling about The Bachelor these days? Uh, I don't like. I was talking to one of my teammates, Lanny, and we were just both saying like we don't, we're not invested in Colton. No, he's like what I I called him very beige, yeah, kind of thing. Sure. Like he's super safe, but kind of like just like non interesting. Yeah, I feel like the last great Bachelor season was Nick's season. Yeah. Because he was the Bachelor bad boy. Yeah. And he had people like Corinne. Totally. And Rachel who ended up being the first yeah. black I, I think this is. I think this is where this season of The Bachelor has no substance. It's kind of like what the franchise used to make fun of. Yeah. Or and used to be to me. So it's like, just saying, has this returned to like stereotypical, like Republican, you know, I don't know. There's something to be said about a 22-year-old trying to vie to be somebody's wife yeah, in middle America that I just don't buy into. And I like, feel like I'm watching a TLC show, and it's not what not to wear. Oh, <laughs> the old throwback what yeah. not to wear. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same where it's like, we'll still watch it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm cool to fast forward a bunch of it. And yeah, just I can't imagine to... watching that shit in real time. Well, last week we did. No, we still fast forwarded. So No, not last week. Yeah, we did. No, not any of it. Last uh, week we didn't somehow. I did not watch that yes, creepy girl's date. with. Remember the one who's like her hair like was the same color as her skin? No, that was two weeks ago. Nah, that that's was. fake news. Last week's we watched. Anyways. Anyways. Well, watch us. Tweet us on The Bachelor because we like to tweet that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But do you want to get into this one? Oh, boy. So uh, you can give your sponsorship first and you have two options because I think you forgot about what one of them could be. What is it? So it's either... Um, Becker's Bridal. Yes. Or Dogs in the Elevator. Oh, I feel okay. like Dogs in the Elevator should be the sponsor. Yeah, Dogs in the Elevator can be the sponsor versus Becker's Bridal. And we are calling you out, Becker's Bridal. Exactly. Um, you've been put on blast, right? Yeah, so this is your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I am somebody, and John is somebody, we've spoken about this numerous times on the podcast. We are really not animal people. And so I will say, like, you know when people bring, like, their dogs to the office and people get, like, some people get really excited. I am not one of them. No, me Not at all. And so the other thing that um, stresses me out uh, is when we end up having, like, we live in a high-rise apartment building. And I always say it's, like, it's gone to the dogs where it's, like... Dogs basically are treated better than humans in our building. Yeah, of course. Whereby they're not on leashes. They built a whole courtyard for them. You know, what did we get? Like really bullshit landscaping that let homeless people sneak into our <laughs> into our stairwells. And so I think this is where um I just appreciate owners who put their dogs on leashes and things. Mm. So needless to say, I was coming home one evening last week 
And it was like late. I can't remember what day it was. But then there I think was. It was Friday, to be honest. I think, yeah, okay. So clearly it was like two days ago. Um, what you want to call it? We ended up coming home, or I came home, and in the elevator, I pressed the button, and the door was opening. And this guy who we had previously met like a couple days earlier, he had his giant bulldog in a mm. wagon. A and, wagon? Yeah. And was like pulling him out of the elevator. And so I'm kind of just like. First, I have a, amongst not being an animal person, I also have a, b- a pretty big thing with like having large animals in apartments. Like, yeah, I just don't feel like don't it's do like, it. don't do it. Um, I just don't think it's fair treatment for animals. Like, I feel like they should have the opportunity to run around. So he's in this wagon. So I'm like, okay, you put a fucking wagon in our like <laughs> four by four elevator. Right. So I can only imagine that you're the only thing in there. I would assume so. I would assume so. There's a human and a giant bulldog in a wagon. And it looked like one of those things where you're like, you know when um, kind of like your animal has, or like you draw a cartoon and yeah. your body is small, but your head is so big. Yeah. That's what this bulldog felt like. It was like tiny body, but like giant oversized oh head. Okay. okay. Slobbering all over the fucking place. So then I start, as the wagon comes out, I'm thinking, what else could possibly be in here? Okay? I, got, I got some shit in my eye, so it's just like... It's probably an eyelash. Keep going. Pull I'll, it over. No, I just find if I dig my knuckles into my eyeballs, I'll no. just either push it all the way out. Keep, keep going. I'm so good then now. I literally like wait for the wagon to come out thinking there's nothing else in there. I go into the elevator. This was fucking terrifying. There was like a fucking six foot eight, like... Like already um, in the elevator, Beethoven dog. What are those called? Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard's. Literally, as Nard if he dogs. Nard dogs, as if he was about to pounce on me, and the owner had to step in front of me. Jesus. And so, like, all I heard was like, <laughs> so someone step on its balls. Or yeah, it was so terrifying, and so I'm like, oh my god. But I'm like, why didn't you move? Like, you know, when there's like a Oof. delay, it's like. The door is open, but clearly the wagon dog has left. Why are you hibernating right. in this elevator? But then I'm like, your dog is even bigger than the fucking giant cartoon dog oh my God. that was in the wagon. Two giant dogs. Two giant so dogs. Wait, did you say why the dog was in the wagon? Was he being, did he have like some broken hind legs? He had like broken paws or something. <laughs> but I was like, needless to say, it's just like, it just stresses me out when like dogs are in elevators and it's like, Taking the space of like t- like what could be five people, yeah, kind of thing. And so the other side of it was, it's like that dog was huge and it was not on a leash. The Saint Bernard. Heaven for it wasn't on a leash. No, that's why the oh, guy stood tell in me front that of detail. him. I oh. freaked out. But don't worry, I'm sure that's the best trained dog in the whole entire. Oh, world. obviously. You know, it's trying to sit on me Ugh. and eat my face. Yeah. It, All I could uh, think of was Beethoven. And you know, like when dogs slobber yeah, so just, much. That's the first thing I think of when I think of Beethoven. That's like, honestly, it. like I'm like, oh, am I just stepping in like a, a like a fucking vat of like dog drool in the elevator? And can we be honest? Beethoven was a dick, right? Of course he, he was. He was always causing trouble. Yeah. And he never wore that thing. You know, like when dogs <laughs> wear those barrels under their necks? What? Isn't a that barrel? a thing? Yeah, like a barrel and they keep secrets in it. Or what like, the hell are you talking remember about? Remember right in now? yesteryear history when St. Bernard's used to carry messages? Are you thinking of carrier pigeons? No, those keep notes in their feet. So, like, <laughs> I'll find a picture. Um, St. Bernard's in yesteryear <laughs> used to carry like a barrel underneath their neck, it, and it, used to, it either had beer or like notes in it. You gotta look that up. And I'm serious. And by yesteryear, do you mean 1920, 1820, or like 800? 
Oh, probably like uh, either B or C. <laughs> <laughs> either the You're second delusional. or the third option it was definitely like in old timey like eras okay did you ever watch um saint bernard what was that movie it was like during the time when they would have like dog babies movie? or dogs talking what's that movie where they had homeward bound oh i loved homeward bound that movie was so sad yeah but they all made it home in the end like Michael J. Fox with, and everything. See, this is a thing. Okay, you read me. St. Bernard's with whiskey barrels. <laughs> I was right. You think I don't know what's up about my dog history? St. Bernard, what's in the barrel around a St. Bernard's neck? Whiskey. They are curious. St. Bernard's in the curious keg. Some, what is this, like a Dr. Seuss novel I'm reading? St. <laughs> right? Bernard's in the curious keg sometimes seen, dot, 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 that St. Bernard dogs mm-hmm. are thought to keep either brandy or whiskey. See, if I, I, like, if this was old-timey and, like, they wouldn't let us date, I'd get a St. Bernard and send you secret notes in its barrel, in his whiskey barrel. Out of all the things you <laughs> don't know, <laughs> and I don't, you, no, I don't mean that like that. Like, you know way more than I am. Like, you're way smarter, but it's like. Well, especially after that sentence. <laughs> you know way more than I am. <laughs> what were we watching? Were you, oh, we were watching. You didn't know about uh, Marilyn Manson taking out his ribs so he could suck his own cock, right? Why the? hell would i need to know that and that's an urban legend but that was on snl yeah but like why would i need to because know that? like in high school that's all everyone ever talked about yeah but i don't know i was clearly talking about saint bernard's and whiskey barrel <laughs> whiskey dogs <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's your sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week i might as well get into my sponsorship real quick then sponsorship of the week <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to get back into boxing just for like Foxy Boxing to get back into a little bit of better shape for uh, box for the wedding. <laughs> How many times can I say boxing? But I do actually quite enjoy boxing and I feel like <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it that time. <laughs> Anyways. Tie my uh, shoe. What? <laughs> you mean my old, my old um, slippers that I gave you? Yes, please. No, yes. no, no. There's what? too many knots. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was going to tell you this great boxing story, but tell- I got to tie your old slippers. No, your old slippers. My new slippers. <laughs> A true test oh, if we can get married God. is we're back on one mic because no, um, if you guys are new to listening to us on Spotify, sometimes <laughs> there's audio issues. And we've gone down from two mics to one mic. And since it's late tonight and we have to put this shit out tonight, we're just using one mic. Which is so awkward because I feel like you and I are definitely two people who can always continue a conversation and like, um, and it's almost like better banter when we're staring at each other from across the studio. Instead of being like right beside each other as if we're like dating slash Siamese twins. <laughs> so. Did you like the Siamese twins from Lady and the Tramp? My hair is on your chin. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, so I go back to the boxing, and uh, at the first time, I'm at a new location mm-hmm. on the Danforth that'll mm-hmm. come into play later on. Mm-hmm. And I go to this new location, and I go for a class at 6:30, and I'm always like, I always get not nervous, but when I go by myself, I'm always like, oh, so it's just like a little awkward. So I'm like, is it going to be me and like just like a bunch of women? Because usually it is. It's like 90. Most guys women. would like that. 
Yeah, single guys. I'm not <laughs> single ready to mingle. Oh, don't dump me. What am I dumping you for? <laughs> for that one chick I had to like put my legs on her back and fucking <laughs> pose for like a minute. And dirty ass shoes. Ew. So anyways, I get in there and usually you like, they have uh, an iPad and you click and you check your name in that way, which yeah. is really easy. It's like great technology. And so I get there and it's not working and there's a bit of a line and Lady's like, okay, what's your name? She checks that person. What's your name? Checks that person. Mm-hmm. I get there and she's like, let me guess, John? I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, let me guess. I'm the only guy tonight. She's like, you are. I was like, fantastic. <laughs> and that, well, so it was like me and it was like a pretty small class. It was like me and like four other women. Okay. And it was just, it was fine. But then I'm always, I'm also very conscious. Cautious, not mm-hmm. cautious, well, cautious too in this mm-hmm. movement, but I'm like, I don't want women to think I'm like ogling them or ogling them as like the only guy. Well, so I like never look at anyone when I'm in there either. Yes, yeah, so you probably look like a serial killer. But then sometimes I don't, because they do so many like moves in a row, I'm like, I gotta look at someone to see if I'm doing this right. Yeah, but I think it's also like in boxing, at least when I've gone with you, it's so stressful that you're yeah. almost in your own headspace. Right, and it's so hard to look at other people. Like you may like glance over, yeah. like, but it's almost like in a undying sort of way. Oh, for sure. Right. But uh, fast forward to my next class. Two days later, there were guys in that class, mm-hmm. but the lady next to me was making like sex sounds. Uh, where the guy like, like when you play tennis. Close. It would be more. Yeah, it'd be like you know the guy's like, okay, we're doing ten more. You know, burpees. She'd be like, oh, oh, oh Martin. Oh. <laughs> His name is Martin, or yeah, his name is Martin. The guy he's having sex with named Martin. <laughs> no, the instructor's Martin. <laughs> okay. And then, like at one point, because they play music, like the thong song came on. Came on. She's like, "Let me see that." Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, and then she would like would collapse on the ground, and like at the end of the day, she was like, she oh. good though. No, she thought she was. Yeah. She thought she was hot shit when I got there, and she definitely wasn't. You showed her right. Well, I'm not saying I'm hot shit. <laughs> And how would I know? I'm not. I'm looking straight ahead. Like I'm not. You're not looking. an ogler. <laughs> Anyways, that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So do you want to get into this? Yeah, let's thing? talk about the week. Um, where do you want to start? I got. I wrote down some stuff. So I, we we can start with the previous week with your hair and makeup and shit. Or yeah, yeah. So no, wait. Why don't we combine all the wedding things into one and do everything else around it? Okay. So why don't we talk about then first? Things that happened a couple weeks ago, me getting headshots. Kind of teased it two episodes ago, Mm -hmm. but I actually am nominated for an award at work, which is super cool. Basically, it's just for like, yeah, it's it's for like, and it's for the best creative. Yeah, basically. So So just just say what it is. Well, it's down between me and three other people. So no, no big deal. No big deal. It's cool, but. It is cool because they're actually holding like an actual award ceremony in a real venue, which is awesome. Yeah. It's like cocktail casual, so that's like wear a suit and everything. Mm. But then, it's like the Golden Globes. Exactly. So I almost wish I had a ticket. I know, but no significant others. Why do they have to? I could just say I work there. I know. <laughs> well, with your clout, you probably could get in there. But you yeah, have something else going on that night. So? So you have something both. very integral, integral to the wedding. Integral. There you go. <laughs> um, but anyways, part of the process was because it is like a real award show. I had to get headshots. Headshots because I guess they're going to be showing my fat head on some screen when I get nominated or something. But it's like in true Val John fashion, we literally practice for this. 
Well, I was like, <laughs> I guess it's great practice for the wedding, but we're not going to be doing like a whole bunch of stage photos. stage photos. I think I'm awkward. Like, I don't know how to smile. And the person who took my shots was super nice and like really great photographer. But he'd be like, okay, you know, look this way. He's like, now give me a big laugh, big smile, big smile. Okay, now mm-hmm. look like you're very serious. Like you're in a meeting and you're listening very, in, you know, intensely. intensely to someone. Or he'd be like, okay, give me a smirk now, now. <laughs> Like, it's so oh, schmaltzy. Man. I hate shit like that. That's where it is actually being like a good director is like really like hard to do because it's like that stuff must be so awkward. So to have so much momentum and keep you going, that's awesome kind of thing, yeah. right? Because he probably did what like thirty people. Yeah, with they a bunch did a of whole bunch. Shots, so. Oh, and um, the fire alarm went off as I was yeah. getting my headshots done. So you know that made things a lot oh, easier. Oh yeah, having, that's right. Having a fire alarm go off. That's hilarious. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everything good? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my headshot experience. Hopefully they don't choose one with my eyes closed. But I asked you to get me some, like, I swear to God, there is one What thing. am I supposed to do? Just ask him for it. So this I'm is not- the thing. I am so <laughs> supportive of John. And, Ray, obviously I want to be there as if I'm, like, a, his stage mom in the way. No one's allowed to come. You, Everyone John, else is married is or have significant no, others. Yeah, they're not as cool as us. But you can't come anyways. You Why? have wedding stuff. So? You think I wouldn't reschedule that? Not with the calamity it's been to <laughs> yeah. organize everything. But having said that, I obviously yes. want to go. And so I was like, get me a ticket. And then... This is like the third award ceremony or presentation you've done on a major scale. And I'm like, let me come. And like, then people are like, why aren't you here? And I'm like, my fiance doesn't want me to come participate in anything with him. You could be like winning a Nobel Prize. And I'd be like, so John, did you buy me anything from Loblaws today? And you're like, no, bitch. I just got this Nobel (laughs) Prize today. Because I call you bitch. (laughs) First of all, if I ever do another... I pop you're getting me hot. <laughs> no, First, I'm just saying. I, I want to come and, and I cheer asked, you on. I asked everybody. And so just tell me, like, I'll take some. You you know there are definitely people who are not coming out. Yeah, it's called my entire team. Exactly. So let me take one ticket. You can't. You're doing wedding stuff. Oh, boy. Semantics. Anyway. What wedding shit do we have to do? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully nothing. <laughs> but that was it. Did we talk about Gusto? Ah, your hands are frigid. They're, it's fucking freezing outside. Yeah, so keep them to yourself. Oh, no, you're so warm. <sighs> no, we did not talk about Gusto yet. Ooh. So you can tell people about that. Yeah. So it's so exciting. Um, for Christmas or my birthday, I think it was my your birthday. birthday. John got me um, concert tickets to go see Guster, which is like one of our favorite bands. Yes. And it was actually in the first concert of 2019, which is super exciting. And also at the Mod Club, which seems to be like the only venue we're going to in yeah. 2019 for the most part. We spent New Year's there, which was super fun. Um, so we go to see, we go to out for dinner. Uh, we went to Burgatory. Yeah, because I really said I hadn't had a burger in a long time. <laughs> which, yeah, which may be fake news, right? Because um, had a burger the day before. Yeah. Um, but we never had been to Burgatory in no. like little early area. Um, and so we're like, okay, let's go kick it there just because, you know, we kind of left a little late and then we we're like, we just want to go somewhere chill. Um, so we ended up going there. Burgers were great. Uh, Customer service was also very good, yes. which should be noted based on the rest of this podcast. And so um, after that, we go to the venue, and I kept asking you, like, who is the opening act for Guster? And you're like, ah. What do I give I, a well, shit about I some? I don't know. You won't like them, blah, blah. I'm like, just tell me who it is. 
To be fair, I could easily look this up, but I feel like <laughs> you should look this up. Me? I should look this up. Yeah, you always t- look it up. I did look it up, and I listened to his music. You didn't tell me. His name was like Edgar Ramirez the Third or some <laughs> yeah. Chauncey. So then like we literally show up to the mod club, and it is like the last three songs of the night. I get in, I'm like, holy shit, I love this song, right? And then there's like two more songs, one of which was fe- featured on This Is Us La- or two weeks ago, oh, wow. right? And then another song that I heard on a Spotify playlist. But it was very awkward to see him in real life after only hearing him in playlists. Because all um, it was just him and an acoustic guitar, basically, yeah. right? But yeah, I felt like he had good stage presence. Yeah, he was good. He um, had that dry sense of humor, which always goes... Eat it away from me. But. Yeah, you seem to not like it. Right? No, I mean, he was good. He, he was, was good. fine. I was, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, but then, yeah, it's always super exciting. Guster just dropped a new album. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, look alive. And so we like a, a lot of songs on them on that album. And so the one thing I will say, what I love about Guster is that they always put out consistent music to their sound, but it always evolves. Like their sound always matures, or it sounds really different, which is great. Yeah. Um, so we were really looking forward to this show. One, they play like all different types of instruments. They rotate a lot. The drummer plays the drums with his hands. They never do the same set list twice. Which every is, day is different. Super cool. So you saw them like tweet out about Toronto, like. No, they just on Insta stories. Yeah. They're going through their set list, and the drummer is just like, okay, you know, the set, the tour starts in Boston. And there'll be a big crowd there. Then from there we go to New York. Great crowd there. From there we go to Montreal. No one's showing up to that show. <laughs> and then we're going to Toronto. No one's showing up to that <laughs> show. Which is, well, the last so time so sad. We, and Toronto audiences are such bitches sometimes. Yeah, but we saw them last time at... Um, Danforth. Danforth. And it was half full. So it was still yeah. a great show, but just it was half full. Yeah. But this one was way better. It was completely sold out. Uh, this show was awesome. They had incredible stage presence. They actually made a lot of comments about like being in Toronto versus Montreal. Yeah. Um, what you call it? The lead singer. He ended up like scaling the bar yeah, at one so point. Cool. I'll post the video. Yeah. That later. Very reminiscent of the darkness in Justin Hawkins and the Phoenix. Um, but it was super awesome. Like we heard almost every song we wanted to, except for one of my favorite songs, Never yeah. Played. And we heard our wedding songs. Which you didn't actually know was our wedding song. I thought it was a different song. I know. So I'm like trying to hold John's hand and be like super romantic as like oh, our wedding song comes on. And he's like hanging out as if he's like fucking taking in like, like I don't even know, like Muzak in an elevator. <laughs> like yeah. you're so checked out. And so I'm like, No, oh. I was digging it. I just couldn't. I was like, is it, what song is this again? <laughs> So, yeah, so don't worry. We just based our entire relationship on it. So, oh, but it was boy. good. <laughs> Keep going. Um. So, on the fast bender scale, what do you rate the first show of 2019? Yo yo yo! How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn dog, you get eight because that white boy crazy. I would give it um 9.8 out of 10. You just favorite concert of the year yeah that what's 9.8 out of 10 why wouldn't you give it 10 fine then. it's a, a perfect it's a perfect 10 out of 10 oh, the, the only reason why it's got 9.8 out of 10 because they there's one song i wanted to hear which they never play which is keep it together if they played keep it together it's a 10 out of 10 show but yeah to give them some criticism i wish they played keep it together <laughs> remember that right at the beginning of the show when i saw the guy yeah. And then I was like, that's him. And then, oh my God, do you remember when I was talking to the dude from the Bare Naked Ladies at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's that what's was, up. I think he was into you. 
What? Stop. What's his name? Hold on. I'm going to find The guy him. with the red hair. Just type He's in. He's the cello player. My phone's broken. <laughs> My phone is frozen. It's like actually just cold. It's like frozen. Why is your phone so cold? I don't have a case on it. Just type, like just him. do me a favor. Just please type in bare naked ladies redhead guy. It'll tell you it's the name. It's broken. Give me your phone. Why is your phone so Pause. cold? Jim Cregan, probably. Jim Cregan? It's <laughs> a <So> very... Yes. <laughs> Jim Cregan was into you because, first, obviously, he's a very recognizable Canadian star. But, but nobody was going up to him. So I was like, no, yo. they were showing him respect. I chose not to. It yeah. went, like, right in his but personal space you kind of said, and, like, touched his shoulder. That's <laughs> like... So what'd you say to him? I was just like, hey, dude. Um, Oh, my God. Love Bare Naked Ladies music. Isn't the show great? Yeah. Right? And he's like, yeah, the music. Yeah, but then he kept talking to you, and you're kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah, so James Raymond Cregan, um, the bassist for the Bare Naked Ladies. I should have been like, do you know my cousin Ken Dorazario? Yeah. Right? Hanging together. It's because Bare Naked Ladies are... Big are good friends with Guster That's and vice true. versa. So they actually came out, right? Yeah. Uh, during the last... the last show. Man, there's probably other people there. Probably. Man. Well, what did you think of the concert? Oh my gosh. I thought it was like, I'm not going to say 10 out of 10 in terms of like concerts yeah. this year, but it was definitely 10 out of 10 on stage performance. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, so that was kind of Even though we have no other concerts yeah, lined up, you're not giving them no, we do. white lies. Yeah? Well, that's because you fucked me over for Snow Patrol. Fucked you over the day I found out they were here. I tried to get tickets. That's true. And I feel like if I knew they were coming, I would have gotten them for you for your birthday as well. That's true, too. But so that was a fun day. And then what else? You did more jamming and stuff for the wedding. Mm -hmm. So it was super fun. Um, I guess in the background, we had been like jamming a few times. And so one thing I really like is that um, my brother had come like my brother Brandon came like two times ago. And it's so much fun to have like full harmonies and like full sound. And so it was really great because you would jump on bass and I would be on piano and Brandon, me, Z, Chris, and um, Daniela would do like harmonies and stuff. And so it just sounds so magical. And so I think everyone is getting like really excited uh, to perform. But I am looking forward to the day of your award show, the Golden Globes. Oh, um, boy. We are getting together with the quartet to also perform with us. And so far, everyone can make it. Um, so that's that like, for me. Except for you. But I'm also equally excited for you to be surprised. Oh, boy. Um, but you know how critical I am. So maybe it's better you're not there. <laughs> and remember, you need to embrace the mistakes. And remember, you're not. This is a fun thing. This is like It is badass. definitely a fun thing. But you know me and my perfectionist. Just, yeah. See, I feel like when I say I'm a perfectionist, it means something versus <laughs> other people. <laughs> so, uh, Should we move on? Yes. Can I just tell you one thing that bugged me this week? Always. Do you Isn't ever... that your sponsorship? <laughs> Lots of things bug me. Yeah. <laughs> this what is just a, if I made you, you if I made you this if I made this my sponsorship you'd ridicule me like you do with certain things of sponsorship. Do you ever have a band where you listen to them and you really really like them but then you find out who they are what they look like and you're like ah fuck I don't know if I like them as much. Yeah, it was called Greta Van Vliet. <laughs> yeah, it was the opposite. We judged them by their look and yeah. then when we listened to them we're we actually like, oh, liked them. We like it, but that's because so they were at, is that the person you were talking to? No, about? Oh, but okay. go on, go on. No, I was gonna say they were on the premiere episode this of the season for SNL like a couple weeks ago and. I, we, I didn't really know what they look like, and I didn't – if I, somebody asked me, like, what do they sound like, I wouldn't know. Um, I kind of assumed they were going to look like that, though. When you heard Greta Van Vliet? 
or a flea. Yeah, because think of bands that have that distinct sound, like. Wolf. But I don't. I couldn't call it out if I had to hear their sound. Uh, if I heard the guy's voice, and what do you think they list? They look like I'm gonna guess yeah. long hair, curly hair, and like open shirts, '70s style. That's exactly what they look like yeah, on SNL. I know. That's the, such uh, a fucking cheat. So anyway. <laughs> only because when you listen to a band like Wolf Mother and Darkness, they dress just like that yeah, as well. Yeah, but I didn't know, like, I wouldn't be able to recognize them against others, like, other artists. Because I, I couldn't, no. I couldn't pick them out. Like, they're not iconic to me in any way. So then, anyway, so, like, my brother Carl was like, yo, did you see these, like, Led Zeppelin wannabes on SNL? And I'm like, no, I haven't yet. And so then, like, you PVR'd SNL, um, and then we came home and watched it. And so it was so fucking ridiculous to see these guys in person. Like, it almost was so distracting. I couldn't take them seriously. First of all, they're not British. They're, no, they're obviously from they're obviously from like Detroit. And so um they're also they also look like 15 kind of thing, but it's it's it was so alarming to watch them that I think it took away from the music and then we were like, okay, making dinner over the weekend. We're like, let's listen to their album. And we actually like like two of their songs. Two of them? You liked like five of those ah, songs. whatever. Did you listen to them this today? No. I, uh I, what did I listen to? Uh, today I was listening to Future Islands. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Well, are you familiar with the rapper Juicy J? Sometimes. <laughs> He's from 3-6 Mafia. He's a very legendary rapper. He mm-hmm. won a rap... Or sorry, he won an Oscar for Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Okay. Anyways, he's one of he's one of he's a rapper I like quite a bit, and okay. he's really good. And then I was just reading an interview with him, and he was just talking about you know I'm working on this album, but you know the band I really like is this band I signed to my label called Suicide Boys. Mm-hmm. And I listened to him, and I was like, yo, this shit slaps really hard. And just listen to this song. Listen to the song, and just tell me what you. I'm not gonna ask you. Just tell me what you think the band looks like. Okay. It's a. obviously like two white guys well first time i listened to it, i did not think it was two white guys yeah they're from it says they're from new orleans the yeah. dirty south so i just yeah. pictured something else yeah then i looked them up on instagram and it's the they? two dirtiest looking white fucking <laughs> hillbillies i've ever seen in my life yeah. I, yes. like, I don't even know why you're surprised by that you could tell those are white guys yeah Pumping booze at badass. You That's, know why I can tell? Why? Because they sound extra white trying to rap. It sounds like you trying to rap. Can I tell you my favorite line from that song, though? Sure. So, Drugs got me fucked up. Sluts got me drugged up. That's how you know it's a white man rap. <laughs> I should have known from there. <laughs> but it really threw me off, but I still listen to the song. That's fair. But they're, And their names are Suicide Boys. <laughs> and their album's called I Want to Die in New Orleans. You say New Orleans Because I, I didn't commit to it. Okay. Let me see what else is on here before we end everything with your story of of craziness. No, you have to preempt it, though. Um, oh, yeah. Let's just talk about uh, melatonin real quick. Okay. Uh, so yesterday I had to make a purchase in Shoppers. So I had to go buy a few things. Oh, and God. Anyways, uh, sometimes we need sleep aid just because, you know, you're stressed out, you can't sleep. So Mm -hmm. something that's good is melatonin. It's Mm -hmm. natural. John's become a drug pusher on me, though. You, you, like, always say you could just take it. Sometimes I think you make me take it to shut me up. Hmm. (laughs) Would I rather knock you out right now at 10.30 at night? Or would I rather, you know, be woken up at 2 in the morning until five in the morning being like, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. And 
So anyways, yeah, especially the closer we get to the wedding, the more stressful it is. I just slip some NyQuil in your, you know, water at night. But um, I won't complain. Anyways, I had to buy new melatonin because I do prefer that because it's just a bit better for you, I guess, whatever. Yeah, because it's not straight alcohol. Uh, so the ones I usually get are either 5 milligrams or 10 milligrams. Yeah. For some reason, I bought 130 milligram ones. <laughs> they're like horse tranquilizer. And they're basically like for when you have severe jet lag, I read <laughs> on the bottle. Yeah, so we both took one last night. And I'm like, oh, it didn't really knock me on my ass, but... It gave me the most intense dream of my life. What happened? It was basically, it was our wedding day. Right. And it was like, but it was vivid. Like, it was real life. Like, I was like, okay, I'm here right now. Yeah. And then. Oh, my God. This was so funny, though. I was like, oh, what was like, what happened in it? And then you're like, oh, you know, so much shit. And I was like, well, it was at least a good wedding. And you're like, it was decent. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. That's what I want to hear. Because <laughs> everybody loves throwing a decent <laughs> wedding. <laughs> you were also on this foreshadows a bit. You were wearing a white dress with yellow polka dots. Oh, obviously. But I thought you looked fantastic. Thank you. No, but you know when you dream and then you wake up, and especially if you're having a great dream, like, damn it, I didn't want to leave that dream. Yeah. But you never go, when you, you fall asleep. You never go back into it. I went immediately back into that same dream, and it was part two of the wedding. The first part was just preparation for the, for the ceremony. Yeah. Second part of the dream, I'm back in it. Oh, I'm standing at the altar with Mike Van Slingerland. He's <laughs> yeah. telling me where I should be standing. Yeah. I got all three little guys sitting behind me. Apparently, there's chairs behind us. <laughs> yeah. But was, it was, was just the a, second half as decent as the first half? Yes. <laughs> or no, it was lo- less than perfect. No, it, it was good. That's when I saw you in your yellow polka dot white dress. That's nice. So, but did you have like a weird, crazy dream on that 130 milligram melatonin as well? <laughs> I just had, like, equally stressful dreams. They were all very much in real life. Things happening just, like, accentuated, if that's the word. Yeah, okay. Um, So we got that. We got dog in the elevator, headshots. Um, Guster getting tricked by Suicide Boys Band. Mm -hmm. Why don't we talk about wedding stuff? Then we can end this thing. Yeah, so John actually said something super funny to me yesterday night when he was putting me to bed. So I I feel like you should... Yeah, John does put me to bed. <laughs> like, here's a fun fact. Um, what you gonna call it? So when you were tucking me into bed last night, um, I've had a, like a pretty shitty week with the wedding. I know. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But it's like I, I'm just trying to go with the flow. Um, and so you just kind of said something super funny. Well, I just like, said I ruined your life since we got <laughs> engaged. I'm sorry I knocked your tooth out and your dress burnt to shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, so obviously you guys remember back for, I'm going to do it in just chronological order. So earlier this week on Tuesday, which I think was the same, oh, the same night as Guster, which is the same day the fire happened. Yes. So all in one day, um, what you're going to call it, I, for all of January, I was, I didn't really tell you, but I felt like I told you maybe a couple times. I'm like, I feel like my mouth is hurting a bit more um, because I feel like one tooth is rubbing up into my gums right and so what i said like i keep having these temporary uh, periodontist appointments and so like they check it out and they say like nothing's happened and whatnot like i think i've had four appointments in january Mm -hmm. and so all the three ones prior they said nothing's wrong and so i'm like okay but i noticeably have a bit more of a list now it's a bit harder to talk i would never hear it but i know you're working at it yeah i know like i'm literally doing like tongue gymnastics to get over it (laughs) Kind of thing, and so um, what you're gonna call it on Tuesday morning. Tuesday. I go back to the periodontist for like a checkup again, 
Um, and for those of you guys who are just tuning in now, for why I'm going to the dentist so often is because on my bachelorette party, which was also the worst day ever, um, leading up into my bachelorette party, I drank everything I saw and then wow. accidentally slipped on the dance floor. Um, somebody accidentally bumped into me and I knocked yeah. out my front tooth. Yeah. Um, so having said that, I go to the dentist and I'm like waiting for my front tooth to like tell me if I can get phase two put in, which is a Maryland bridge. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm having a problem with the neighboring tooth beside it. And I'm like, oh, it feels like it's moved or something has shifted. And so the dentist comes in and she's like, oh, yes, it has moved. Um, It's kind of rotating. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay. And so then she's like, so it should be pulled back with the Maryland bridge but if it's not, we can manually turn it around. I'm like, well, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it doesn't sound painful um, at all. And so I'm like, okay. So the one thing is, is that everyone at this dentist's office, they're really invested in John and I and getting married and fixing my teeth for the day. But I also feel like I thought this would all have been done in December. And right. so now that my wedding is a month away, yeah, I am stressed out that my teeth aren't fixed. I have I have faith that will actually come through in the end. I think it will be. You you have an appointment for next Tuesday. They'll take a mold of your teeth, mm. and then the following week they put it in. So like, so we'll see. <laughs> I don't have this kind of luck. John has really good luck. I have no luck. What good luck? You just have, only... you got like three awards this year. I uh... lost my tooth, my dress, <laughs> and my like sanity. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that was Tuesday. That was happening Tuesday at five. What we didn't tell you is that Tuesday morning when at I was five getting in the morning. five in the morning as I was like, I got up for work and everything and I always put on breakfast television. And so um, when you're like putting on breakfast television and all I see is like a headline with like a City Live newscast on the Danforth and basically the store or the restaurant right beside Becker's Bridal where I purchased my dress uh, for the wedding that's in four weeks, has lit on fire. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And so I tell you, I'm like, oh, my God, I think Becker's bridal might have some fire damage. And I was like, no, I was there last night boxing. It was fine. And you're like, no, it's currently happening right now. Yeah. And so what I didn't tell you is I purchased this dress, and it's like a pretty intricate dress. It's not like a poofy ballroom dress by any means, but there's a lot of detail on it. Um, I purchased it back in April to get made. And so leading up into like my fittings and everything, I wasn't really loving my dress anymore. And so, you know, it it took a lot of like just like self-esteem and just like people building me up in it to saying like, oh, yeah, you look great in it and whatever to make me feel good about being in it again. And so this past Saturday, um, I had my first hair and makeup trial. And the other side of it is I don't wear a lot of makeup. And so you don't need makeup. Thank you. But she put makeup on me and she did my hair. And it was like she did an amazing job. I was just very uncomfortable in that sure. much makeup. And like it wasn't even a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't wear lipstick ever. And so it was it was just very jarring to me. Of course. And so like I pulled down my hair. I put on the dress. Um, what's really great is that I feel like I have lost a bit of weight again because yeah, it still doesn't fit. Um, but I really liked the way I looked in the dress at that point. Like Miranda, Lil, or not Lillian, Mer- Ferris, and your Aunt Jay came, mm-hmm. which was lovely. And they were just like super excited. They said it like all three of them hadn't really seen it since back in April. So it was right. like the wrong color, the wrong size. Yeah, of course. And everything. And so everybody loved it. So I was like, Kind of getting excited now about wearing this fucking dress. Right. So then when Tuesday happened, I'm like, of course it is. The minute I become comfortable in this dress, it's like kind of potentially taken away from me. And so here's like if this was a sponsorship of the week, I would call it customer service. Mm -hmm. And so 
I was like, I'm going to go to work, and mm. then I will go to the dentist, and then we will go to Guster. Yeah. And hopefully, somebody will call and say, what's up? So I called, I think, on the Tuesday yeah, and left a message, and I was very apologetic about, of like, course. you know, hopefully everyone is okay. You know, I just want to ensure the status of my dress, and I'd like to inspect it. Because, you know, I don't want it to smell like smoke. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't smoke. And so I don't want it to smell like an ashtray. Moreover, I want to make sure it doesn't have any, like it's not been seared or anything. And so I never got a call back. Right. And then you've been really great because you've been on Facebook and following them on like social. And they put out a comment saying like, please email us. So I emailed them and then they still never responded. And then I called them, they never responded. And then I emailed them again, and they never responded. And then I finally, like, this has been a very long week. Because I'm like, the longer they put off getting back to me, the more I feel like I'm losing time to find an alternate dress. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially one that, you know, makes me feel good. So having said that, you've been really great. You're like, I'll, like, you don't want to see me in the dress. But you're like, I'll come with you and yell at them. You know, your aunt is very, very much like, I'll go in and punch them. For sure. Kind of thing. Like, even, like, Miranda's like, just fucking show up there and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you actually went by there over the weekend, and it's, yeah. like, boarded up. Boarded up. And it's still, the street smells like smoke, like, five days later. Totally. So, like, that's not a great sign either. So then I just, like, finally got a hold of somebody. Somebody called me back, and they are like, on Friday. And so they're, like, oh, hi, Val. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. They're, like, we've sent all the dresses. They're not talking about my dress specifically, though. They're, like, we've sent all the dresses out to get dry cleaned. And Mm. I'm, like, okay, that's great. When are you getting them back? Because I want to see my dress before the next fitting. Mm. My next fitting is this Wednesday. Right. So they're, like, don't worry. We'll call you back tomorrow. I'm, like, that's great. I'm working on Saturday. So if I don't answer the phone, just please leave a message. Mm -hmm. Nobody calls. Sunday, nobody calls. Yeah. And you're like, I'm writing an email. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you write the email and I'll send it from my email. So I wrote this email and like just basically summed up what John had wrote. And it was like, you need to make me a priority. Like this is where I'm like, if I'm running a business, I would make a work back schedule to say like, here are all the priority dresses. Like I don't give a fuck what's happening in August. No. My wedding's in like three and a half weeks. Exactly. Right? Like I need a fucking dress. And so, like, everyone's been either really good about being, like, oh, you know, it's probably fine. It just smells the smoke. Guys, I don't have this fucking luck. (laughs) Anyone else might have this luck. They'd end up with, like, two dresses and, like, free earrings. I'll end up fucking having to pay a fine and pay off their insurance or something. And so it's, like, I have made a backup alternate uh, Mm -hmm. appointment for tomorrow. Yeah, at a different At a different store altogether. Um, It's just really frustrating to me. Yeah, so. it's super frustrating. I so, I'm just, mm-hmm. It's just shitty, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get you through it. And no matter what, it's still going to be, like, a badass day. And no matter mm-hmm. what you wear, you're going to look unbelievable. Like, as long as you don't look like some bougie, like, <laughs> girl or something like that. Like, with crazy earrings. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it obviously just a lot of bad luck back to back yeah. to back. And, like, you had to propose to me. I had to ruin your life. Even you had to ruin my teeth e- and my dress. Even today, we went to go get our rings fit, and the lady tried to steal your engagement ring. I know. Ring. And so I was, like, so irritated. Like, okay, first of all, <laughs> let me just say, we made a grid, and it is, like, an entire... It's badass. It's an entire wedding rundown. Because I said to you, and you can, I overheard you say this to your dad or your mom, where it's, like, things that I can control, I will control the shit out of them. And that's what you do. So it was, like, I will make an entire work-back schedule with, like, 
who's in like where where you need to be, what time, how long, what's your yeah. call to action, etc. Exactly. And then you told me to do a sweep over and remove all like my Business-y work business work. Like what were accident? some of the ones you were doing? Like DEA or no, something? No, DRI. And Which again, like I don't know what the hell that means. Or like and then CTA, S-O- CTA, yeah. SOA, yeah. <laughs> or essays or what, SOs. SOs, significant others. Yeah, how, how the hell am I supposed to know all this? So stuff? having said that, I made this grid. We also met up with Ren, our wedding coordinator, who's lovely and amazing. And so she's like, holy shit. Like to a certain degree, mm-hmm. I know we're meticulously organized and have our shit together. Right, but like when I when somebody else tells me like, oh my god, this is Everyone's awesome. Everyone's told you that. Of course they did. Who the fuck makes an agenda like this? Nobody. Does. Exactly. We have the so, best wedding ever. So this is the thing. So I was very excited about that. But if because it's like, I'm treating this like a business. I'm treating our wedding like a business that's putting on a production. And so yes. it's like that is the best way to say it. It's like we are directing our own wedding, and I am going to creative direct the shit out of it. But the cool thing is, is that if you email me, I'm going to email you back. You call yeah. me, I'm going to call you back. If you can't reach me, it's because I have an out of office. Yeah, which right? is something that Beckers and a, f- a, a few, few other, other things people need to get. Need to get. It's like, especially if we've paid you or paying you, it's yeah. like we're paying you for your service. So like... Get on board, Get bitches. Get on board. But so, Becker's yeah. Briar's just been very disappointing. Yeah, so we're putting you on blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like fucking get back to us. Dry clean yours first. I'm sure you're one of the only people who have a wedding in the next month. Like, yeah, and I also don't understand. They're like, we don't know when they're coming back. This is like those idiots who leave their fucking laundry downstairs. It's oh. like, it says 40 minutes. What do you mean you don't know when it's coming back? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not fucking waiting for a Christmas dress. No. Like, this is so silly. Anyway, yeah. so that that it's just been a really shitty week. I am super excited for a wedding. I felt very reassured about like um, meeting with Rena and just like understanding like the beats of it. Chris actually also called me this morning. What did he um, say? Chris he was like, no, no, no. He was just super excited about like the, getting the breakdown, and then he's like, "You didn't put any of the jamming dates in it." I'm like, "Separate grid." Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, no, it was just like it was. It's like I am excited. I think it'll be awesome. Yeah, and it's whatever. It's the bigger, higher purpose is being married. So, like, the higher purpose. The purpose of having a wedding is to become a married couple. Is it? It's not to lose my mind <laughs> and my money. Well, I'm trying to have you lose your mind so I get your money. <laughs> Remember, you got four weeks to have me sign a pre- <coughs> prenup. No. If you don't have me sign a prenup by <coughs> February 23rd, I get all your money. Is that what the rule is? You can't get a prenup once. You can only get a prenup before we're married. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, we did a lot of good work this weekend on the wedding, a lot of cool mm-hmm. things, which I don't want to give away now. We can save mm-hmm. it for afterwards. But, yeah, yeah, you have your big band performance. But remember, we still have to practice our own section oh, of something. Oh, we. Our. Got it. And we've been putting together, like, the tables, like, the seating charts and everything, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. So... Figuring that out's been pretty good. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, less mm-hmm. than a month away now. Mm-hmm. So, basically, we'll do, you know, our last episode of the podcast is in three weeks. And then after that, we have the wedding. So, like, the next se- the season 18 premiere will be all about the wedding, basically. Woo-hoo. Well, is this, this is probably a good place to end this. Yeah, man. I think. You have two choices for Band of the Week. Uh, one is obviously either Guster. Or, and just hear me out. No, it's not, not Juicy no, J. Or it's not Juicy J or Suicide Boys. Yeah. I want to die in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It, so it's either Guster, and just hear me out, or 21 Savage. Only because... No, we already did 21 Savage. No, I never ended up doing them. Okay, well, it's but definitely the, Guster, so I don't know why we're debating this. Okay, 
uh, just get. Uh, uh, It'll be Guster, that's no problem. I just want to read you the lyrics to the 21 Savage song. And then I you, already know the lyrics. It's not the song with Childish oh, Gambino. okay, it's not that song. So, um... Why do we need to do this if it's not the band of the week? No, because I want... Obviously, Guster... Now my phone's broken. <laughs> Guster would be the band of the week because we saw them in concert. Yes. They can easily also be um, the band of the week next week but the reason why i was going to say 21 savage is because i want to read you the lyrics to the chorus Mm. um how much money you got a lot how many problems you got a lot how many people done doubted you a lot left you out to rot a lot how many pray that you flop a lot how many lorries you got a lot how many times you got shot a lot (laughs) is this song called valerie (laughs) it's called a lot how many times did you ride a lot how many times you cheat a lot how many times you lie anyways Mm -hmm. It's the line, how many times did she cry a lot? How many chances she done gave you a lot? The line I like is how many problems you got a lot. <laughs> so that's the I hear this song, it makes me think of you. So <laughs> would you like it to be Guster? Guster! <sighs> well, can it be the song Overexcited? Sure. Or which song would you like? Overexcited. No, which song would you like? No, I want that song. <laughs> Only because I already wrote the description, and the description for the podcast is... Plus, the band of the week is overexcited. I don't want to write a pun about a different song. Oh, Lord. That's the song this they're wedding British. is making me thirsty. <laughs> I think I'm actually going to call this episode The Dress is on Fire. Because <laughs> I want to save This Wedding is Making Me Thirsty because I'm sure there'll be other crazy shit happening. Yeah, obviously. It's me. <laughs> so, the song of the week is Overexcited by Guster. It's oh. from their album Look Alive. And the song is really cool because they sing it with a British accent. Yeah. And it's really catchy. We saw them perform it on Seth Meyers. Who you hate. Yeah, I hate him because he's so smug. <laughs> but yeah, again, overall, it's a really good album. I highly recommend you guys get it. Mm-hmm. And so when we give it a listen, this is Overexcited by Guster. Yeah, buddy. So all the ways you can contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605. You can now follow us and download us on, download us on Spotify, which is super exciting. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Valencamp. I'm Gomez 23 And uh, subscribe and leave us a comment on iTunes because it gets us back into the news and notes. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Easy. Call us back, right, backers. Easy. Don't makes me nervous Animals like me back We had a dog once We all just called a cat Was mum's idea She's got a great sense of humour Later tonight Some soup Then I'll probably send a text Hey Dawn it's Jim Would you like to have some sex And if that's too weird Maybe just a hot chocolate Thank you.
hearts in me. Nothing makes a man feel more alive than with it hanging the hump of the ride. John Mallon and Val Gomez.